You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. This edition of Did You Hear? explores library hacks. Get tips, tricks, and secrets that only library insiders know about. But first, it's your weekly word. Dastardly. Wicked and cruel. Welcome to another edition of Did You Hear? I'm Dave Carson and... I'm Melissa Horakern. And we're here with Mary Cummings today. Hi, Mary. Hey, Hey, Dave. And the reason uh, we brought Mary in is because... I don't know. Why do I... (laughs) Because the library won't spring for a laugh track. (laughs) Because she's here, she's sitting there, and we need a third person. Okay, well, because we made her. We're just going to keep going. So, <laughs> so, today we have a very interesting topic, and is library hacks. And so, uh, when we're talking about hacks, we're we're not talking about anything nefarious, like you're you're breaking into a computer system and stealing secret data. No, 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 no. We're talking about the kind of hacks that are very helpful. They're tips and tricks and techniques to help you get ahead. They're shortcuts, right? Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I and in feel fact, we we would specifically request that you don't do the other kind of hack in the right, library. Right, right. That's not good. And so specifically we're here to talk about library hacks. And so we threw this question out to the Johnson County Library staff. What are some of the tips, tricks, and techniques that we can tell patrons that maybe they don't know about to give them those shortcuts? What are library hacks? Bum, bum, bum. I was going to say this would be a good place for some special for music or, you know, but uh, we're kind of low production. We're, we're a library podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, let's just give you an example. So I was talking to one of our library uh, librarians, uh, Donna Ostahagi. She was uh, one of the guests on a previous podcast episode, and uh, she knew right away. She's like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, she suggests that... If you have an ebook that is coming due soon, but you're not quite finished with it, what you can do is you can turn off your Wi-Fi, and this is not a bad thing because uh, the book will still be returned on time, but the book will remain on your device, allowing you to finish that book, and it will remain there until you turn your Wi-Fi back on. That's amazing, Dave. <laughs> I didn't know that. That basically totally blew my mind. I thought that I knew this place pretty well inside out, but that one is a life changer. It is. So if you're wondering if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, this is pretty much it. We're going to go through all these different hacks. We threw this out to our library staff, and you would be amazed at how many tips, techniques, and tricks that... (laughs) or other words, hacks, that uh, our librarians have suggested. So we're going to dive in right now. And this is where we would cue sound effects if we were the morning zoo. Yes, yes. I've got some hot hacks from Courtney. Okay, but first you gotta, you gotta ruffle the paper. Oh, sorry, okay. Let me reach into the um, stack of the hack papers bag. from the printer. Our first hack Our second hack, I guess, (laughs) comes from Courtney at Antioch. 
all the time. This one is a good one because all the time at the desks and on the phone we get people asking, Dave? Yes. How can I see a list of everything I've ever checked out? Oh, privacy concerns, right? We don't keep that kind of information because if we don't have it, we can't give it to anybody. Right. That means that if the FBI comes to investigate you and wants to see all your library records, we don't have anything to give them. This is for your privacy and your protection, but it can also be kind of inconvenient sometimes. But if you log into your online account on BiblioCommons through Joko Library, you can click an option that will retain what you've read. Oh, so you can kind of opt into it. You can. Oh. That's very good to know. Yeah, for sure. Yes, you can track that. We cannot, and we don't want to. Right, but you can set that up but you for yourself. Sure can. Okay, that's a so great one. So you can see it, but library staff cannot see that. Well, we would be able to see it if we log into your BiblioCommons Got account. It. Like anybody who was able to log into your account would be able to see it. Got it. But the library does not keep those records for very good reasons. Aha. Another one that Courtney had is near and dear to my heart. What is that? She gave us a way that people can use the library in their pajamas and not get arrested for it. <laughs> you can use our e-resources, like Consumer Reports. You want to buy a new refrigerator? You can do that at home, in your jammies, using your library card and our website. Right. Yeah. You don't have to be in the library to access that. And that, that is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. If you are in the library, you can access it but we prefer that you wear clothing. That Courtney is clever. She really is. What else does she suggest? Courtney also notes that at many of our locations, you don't even have to be inside our building to use our Wi-Fi. You can be in the parking lot. Mm. You could be in the parking lot at three in the morning and use our Wi-Fi. Might attract some attention from a passing police officer. You could have a picnic on the concrete. With Wi-Fi. With Wi-Fi. If you need Netflix because all at your picnics. picnics. Yeah, right. All, all picnics really require Wi-Fi. She also gave one that is pretty seriously helpful. Um, <laughs> Whereas the others are semi-helpful. Semi-helpful. No, no, but this, one, great. this one's pretty darn good. Okay, she, she hit, uh, and the, it's the last one, right? It is. So that's, that's when you knock it out of the park. That's right. If you want to have a private phone conversation... Don't head into the stacks of books <laughs> because all those outward facing spines are hard surfaces. And so they act kind of like an amplifier or yeah. a megaphone. And your discussion is not nearly as private as you think it's going to be. Okay. Also, well, thank you very much, Courtney. Thank oh, you, Courtney. Oh, great Did, tips. <laughs> thanks to clever Courtney for those. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, I have some tips from Charles Hauer. And Charles writes that due dates are never on a Sunday. Did you know that? Due dates didn't. are never on a Sunday. So if that you makes check sense, out. because we've got some locations that are not open on Sunday. That's true. And we would be opening our patrons up for disaster if we did that to them. Although, technically, I think we have outdoor uh, return bins available at every single branch. Disaster, so Dave. Disaster. <laughs> so. Charles says that if you check out or renew on Sundays, you get 22 days to finish your book instead of 21. Uh, He says this also works uh, with checking out items three weeks before a holiday if you can time it right. For example, any books 
uh, you check out November 7th this year, we'll have a 23-day checkout period and be due back November the 30th. That Charles, crafty and mathematical. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe maybe that extra one or two days is what you need. I mean, if you're a procrastinator like me, that means you're reading that book those last two days. Yeah. Um, we should probably rate these. It's like, you know, if, if, if in the Olympics you hold up the 7.5 or the 8. Well, maybe our listeners will do that for us. Yeah, maybe. Tell us which ones of these you like the best. All right. Well, Charles also writes that if you want to save money on newspaper subscriptions, did you know that you can get the Kansas City Star and the New York Times online with just your library card? And I know this because I almost always – I'm a big sports fan. Love the Chiefs, love the Royals, love my Wildcats. Um, I am often duped into clicking really great headlines on Sports Radio 810 – and every time it says, you've reached the Kansas City Stars paywall. Yep. But that does not stop me because I know that I can go to the Johnson County Library website, go to the uh, e-library section, e-newspapers, and read the article online with my library card. And it's in its original form since the e-version looks like the actual yeah. page of the newspaper. Oh, yeah. that's even greater. And then I then I scream at my computer. I say, you just got hacked or what? whatever. I don't know. Why would you scream that at your computer? It can't hear you. It doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. Let's just move on to the next one, shall we? Let's. Uh, Charles also writes that you can place holds on a whole series and suspend all but the first book. When you are on the last few chapters, unsuspend your hold on the next book, and you will probably be near the top of the list. And that's true for um, you know, box sets we have for DVDs or um, movies, television series, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks there. That is good stuff. Charles? Yeah, and now you guys know and the world knows why Charles Hauer is one of my very favorite people. Is that right? He's just a fount of wisdom. Well, he has two more, so let's take a look at these gems. One of them is the four later shelf in the online catalog. Oh, yes. It not only keeps track of items that you want to read, but it also tells you on your das- dashboard page if they are available at your preferred branch. That's good stuff. I love that, that feature. And his last one, more an interlibrary loan hack, but if you find a book's ISBN number, you can search for that in WorldCat and find your book faster. That is so true. Yeah. Especially recently, WorldCat is a little difficult to manipulate sometimes, mm-hmm. even for those of us with very special specific training in it. But those ISBNs are always a sure thing. Well, I will tell you this. It's it's kind of a spoiler, but later there's someone else that has a, a hack that involves ISBNs. So we will be coming to those very shortly, maybe even now. I don't know. I just so happen to have in my hand right here a hack that comes to you from Lenexa City Center's Michelle Horton. Do tell. Hi, Dave. I love to use the handy-dandy ISBN code scanner on our Johnson County app when I see a cool book at a store. Scan the barcode with your phone's camera, and it will tell you if the library owns it. Saves money and is pretty cool. Now, let's break this down, okay? (laughs) You're out in the world. 
you see a book or a DVD or something like that that you absolutely have to have. Right. All that you have to do to see if we have it is whip out your phone. Right. Tap the ISBN code scanner. Yes. And then zap that little barcode on the back of your book. Right. And you're going to find out. Oh, that is so cool. Isn't that, that amazing? That is amazing. If you see a book in a coffee shop, if you see a book in a bookstore, a friend's collection, yeah. Yeah, see, my mind was blown when phones started having cameras and we could take pictures of the cover so uh-huh. that we could not have to write it down on a piece of paper and lose that piece of paper. And Oh, sure. Johnson County Library has taken that a step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Here is one from one of our Makerspace facilitators, Brian Ortel. And Brian Ortel says, no hacks I know of besides, and don't you love it when people say, I don't really have one, but here I do have one. Here's something that will blow your mind. (laughs) So no hacks I know of uh, beside a little kindness to your library clerk will go a long way. As for little-known services, Interlibrary Loan is pretty amazing, and I don't think enough people know about it. Obscure books from almost anywhere. RB Digital is another great resource that not a lot of people know about. Wired, New Yorker, Bon Appetit, ESPN uh, are all available uh, without the magazines stacking up on your floors. You know what's really cool about RB Digital? What's that? If you tell it that you like a specific magazine, it will download the new issues into your app without you having to do anything. Very cool. It's glorious. Wow. That's that so is, cool. That's very cool. And you know, one of the things that I like about RB Digital, and so that's that's uh, for magazines. It is. And I don't think there's a due date. I don't think you ever have to check them back in. They're just on your device. Those are yours until you delete them from your device. Right, which is really great for recipes. Oh my gosh, Cook's Illustrated is one of the options that you can get through RB Digital. That's a really expensive magazine because they don't take any advertising. And so not only do you have access to that information and those articles, but then they're on your tablet Right. For time immemorial. And just, just think about all the crafts and hobbies and, and practical types of things. If you're needing some mechanic of advice, if you're a handy person, um, and there are these tips and techniques and tricks that you're going to need to refer back to year after year, you got it on your device. You sure do. And you can even bookmark the specific page so that you just hop onto your device and go straight to your info. All right. Who do you have next? I have Heba. Heba. Who helps people out at our Blue Valley location. Very good. And Heba says, I don't know if patrons realize this, but they can submit requests for purchase of items we don't already have. Oh. Well, I knew that. And I knew that because I help people do that. But I bet that a bunch of our patrons didn't because all the time when somebody calls and asks if we have something and we don't, and I'm not going to find it through interlibrary loan or something else sure i tell them well you know this sounds like something that somebody else might want so why don't we put in a suggestion for purchase and they just can't believe that we actually listen to people tell us what they want to read and and a little fyi um our collections curators always take a look at what people are trying to find via ill to consider maybe we should add that to our collection yeah they sure do. We look in all kinds of places for inf- to get information as to what 
our listeners want to read and look at and watch and listen to. Mm-hmm. But we've got a way for you guys to just tell us straight away. Yeah. What else does Heba have? Heba also says that she wants to remind folks that you can book our study conference and meeting rooms all by yourself through our website. Very good. And what's more, you can find out all about the tech that's available in each room, the number of people it can hold, and you can even see a 360 view of each one. Yes, that's pretty handy. And uh, I I like to, um, I I think that's a really cool service uh, uh, feature on the website not just because I took all those photos, <laughs> which were very fun, because we had all the staff uh, kind of stage how the rooms would be used. And so, um, you know, we, we had very meetingy. We had some well, we had some people stage um, like a gaming night. And so they're all playing board games. We've had folks, you know, conducting meetings where they're they're voting. And uh, we even had like a, a group of witches. <laughs> It was like it was like a costume party kind of thing, but I mean, it was it was kind of neat. I'm gonna have to go through all of our locations <laughs> and see what weird For things sure. we're doing Find in the, the pictures now. And and another little tip about that is that you can zoom in, um, in this 360 degree photo of every conference room, study room, um, and meeting room, and you can really see what features are there and so you'll you'll know oh wow so you could even see like where the wall plugs are and yes things like exactly that. i had yes. not realized yes that. so it's like ah they've got hdmi do they have usb oh yes i can see that oh. you can zoom in it's very very look cool. at us mm-hmm. um and the other thing i wanted to mention about being able to go to reserve a room online it's not just rooms did you know this it's not the makerspace you can reserve equipment and so that's very cool. Yep. You can cut out some vinyl stickers on our vinyl cutter and then go into your reserved study room and stick them all over your laptop. There you go. All right. Anything else from Heba? Heba also wants to make sure that people realize you can text us with account questions and issues. Be sure that you include your card number with your message, but a real human being is going to get back to you with a real answer via text. I did not know that either. That's yeah. a sure thing to know. Oh, wow. That can get a little hard to respond to because all of a sudden you hit the text character limit in the middle of an explanation. So you end up sending like six texts to someone <laughs> to explain where their hold is. But people seem to like it anyway. Okay, so Kristen Holdman-Ross um, out at our Lenexa branch She's a, a assistant branch manager out there. She has a hack for us, but uh, she starts her sentence with an exclamation point. So I'm going to turn away from the microphone for a second. The holds lobby. We need echo on that. <laughs> Patrons can sign up for a free pass to access our building after we close and before we open that allows them to pick up their holds. Now, that is only at Lenexa. And I think it's kind of a little bit of an experiment. We're going to see if people are really into this. But man, you know, if if you're getting off work at 5 a.m., you work in the night shift, or you just have, you know, um, an irregular schedule, and it's just really inconvenient for you to make it to the library during regular operating hours. This is a great way for you to go into the library, um, at least part of the library, the holds lobby, get your holds, and you can go about 
having a normal life and have the library as part of that life. That's magic. <laughs> you know who I can see that being really handy for is um, like KU Med students who have to go back and forth between oh, the yeah. Lawrence and KC campuses a lot. Oh, It's always at weird times and you know, they would be shooting right down through that corridor. Sure. That would be super handy for them. You know, you, you think about all the different professions. I mean, if, if you're in the medical field, oh, talk about irregular hours. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, We're and, still here for you. And after 17 hours of surgery, you know, I want to go read some Harry Potter now. <laughs> yeah, you deserve a good graphic novel after working an ER shift. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, go pick up your copy of Nurse Jackie or, or whatever. Okay, well, let's reach deep into our bags. I've got one here from Miss Emily, who is one of our youth information specialists for the Monticello and DeSoto branches. Okay. And she has another good tip for using that suspend holds feature. You can pause your holds when you're on vacation so that they don't come in while you're on the beach and can't get them. But you can also stagger them. So if you get really crazy excited and start putting holds on everything yeah. that you can think of, they won't all come in at the same time. You can set it so that there's three weeks between each one, a month, six months, whatever you want. Very good. Very cool. Oh, well, thank you for that. Um, this one comes from a manager. This is Laura Hunt. She is the branch manager here at the Central Resource Library. And she says, use consumer reports online when shopping for a used car, which that's that's absolutely great advice. I mean, I grew up with Consumer Reports, the physical magazine, and uh, my wife makes fun of me for <laughs> because I really, I guess I guess I'm a type tightwad or or I'm cheap, but I like to think that I'm frugal and I investigate things because I want to invest. You You're know, my careful stuff. with your money. Yeah, I want I want to make sure that I get something that's going to last and that. I, because honestly, aren't aren't we blind when we're just buying something? Um, we sure and are. And so you you really want to get some some advice um, about what you're buying. And so uh, consumer reports is great, and uh, you know the fact that it's online through our website using your library card. That's a that's a great resource when you're going to buy a used car or anything else. Really. Or anything else. I used it just recently. Well. Laura also writes that use the magazine list search on the top of our homepage to find out which databases have the newspapers, magazines, or journals you're looking for. It will also show you which branches hold physical copies. It's her favorite tool on the website. I had no idea that we had that. I honestly, so we do usability studies on the web team to find out how people use it. And we're always trying to trim the fat. Yeah. You know, we want to make it a, a lean experience because honestly, we have so many resources at the library that it's hard to put them all it onto is. one website. And you, you want people to be able to find the stuff they want. Well, one thing that we thought that we could tra uh, uh, trim off the website was this. Uh, button that's been there forever at the top of the website. So when you go to the search bar, you can search the catalog, of course. You can search the website, but there's this button also for search newspapers 
and magazines. And we're, and we're like, does anybody really use that? We went out and did testing, and it was a resounding yes. Wow. This is an amazing feature of the website. And, and that confirms what, what Laura is saying, that if you want magazines – that's the way to know exactly what we have and where to find them. That is so much smarter than my process of trying to figure out what the title of the magazine is and clicking through all of my results that were incorrect. Yeah. That Laura is a pretty smart cookie. Well, that's why she's the manager of the Central Resource <laughs> Library. So. Okay, let's go deep into the mailbag. Oh, hey. Mailbag. <laughs> I missed one. <laughs> The mail pile from Special the delivery. <laughs> Why? I have one that I missed from Courtney, and I need to go back and read this one because oh. it's awesome. Okay. If you're looking for general information or an overview on a topic, check the kids section, which is brilliant. Yeah. Because those books often have the information that you need. Right. And it's presented in a straightforward manner that's pretty easy to understand. Yeah. And pictures. I would oh. add to that. We had an episode with uh, Beth Atwater from our um, collections department. I think it was Beth that had this tip. But there were these graphic novels. Well, they're not novels. They're uh, graphic fiction. Graphic graphic nonfiction. <laughs> graphic nonfiction. And so uh, they're these illustrated books that are like how tos and step by step through all these processes. Cool. But for visual learners. You know, it's really helpful. And it so, sure is. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, kids' nonfiction, like the J nonfiction, is some of the best written stuff that we've got in this library. Not yeah. only is it succinct and straightforward and easy to understand, but there are some really good authors who write for kids' nonfiction. Very good. That's a great tip. Yeah. So here is... A few, a handful, if you will, from Ashley Whittem. And so Ashley writes that large print usually has a shorter wait list, although fewer copies, uh, than its regular print counterpart. Sometimes patron can get these titles a little quicker by going the large print route. It's true. Another great tip. And, you know, honestly... These days, when you look at a monitor or your smartphone, you're going to see different size text. And so I really don't think it'd be that big of a, you know, adaptation, you know. You, you, you'd be able to read a big print. Have you ever checked out a large print book? I sure have. Huh. Yeah, there was something that was only available as a large print wherever it was that I was checking it out from. This was not here. But I, after I got used to how much thicker the book was, because yeah. it was just, you know, some trade novel, some novel that everybody else was reading, it was actually kind of nice because I could read it in bed without my glasses on. Yeah. And I didn't have to squint and I didn't get a headache. And it was kind of wonderful. Very good. Ashley also talks about in her library loan. And she says that she knows that a lot of people um, have probably... Uh, listed this, but she says, ILL, of course. I'm sure it's already on your list. Well, yes, it's it's on our list. But uh, here's another one. We do not pull expired holds on Sundays. So if the stars align, sometimes you can eke out another day before your hold gets rescinded. 
good to know. Very good to know. Especially for you pro- procrast- procrastinators. Well, and if there. you procrastinators know that it's about to be pulled and you know that you can get to the library the next day, if you give us a call and say please, yeah, we'll extend it for you. If we're, it's something nice that a lot like of that. people want, we might not be Maybe able not, to, but, but yeah, we generally will. Okay, holds pickup windows. Um, she says, one plus year in, and we still have Monticello patrons who don't know we offer the service. And we have treats for your canine co-pilot, too. Really? You know, I noticed that at the Blue Valley Library when I was on the tour that we go on when we first come on uh-huh. board. And that just completely endeared the staff of this entire system to oh. me. Do, do they have candy for the kids? No. No. No, I remember as a kid, that was a big thing at the banks, at you the know, banks, that right. anytime that they would, you go through the drive through they'd see if you had a kid and they'd send you some Smarties. And so my sister, the older we got, the more we'd scrunch down in the car. That's and then, right. And then we would make our voices really high and we'd go, mommy, can candy? And then they'd always send candy and then, yeah. Could you please not do that again? Candy? No. Candy? Okay, that's enough. And then we'd get candy and I'm like. They'd see us as we we're driving away. They're like, They'd wait a second, those were not children. They're 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's get back to what Ashley has to write and not my stories of, of my Yeah, we're learning a little too much about youth. you right now. <laughs> um, okay. Not sure you want to advertise this. Uh-oh. That's not a good way to start. Let me read it first. Okay. Fill, fill the time while I read this. One. Well, you know, I was just thinking about ILL, Interlibrary Loan, and what a oh, truly do tell. fantastic service that is. Because one day, like, not only is it fantastic for our patrons, the people who need things that we can find from other libraries, but it's pretty awesome for us, too. One day, I was walking to my desk, and I saw a big ear in the middle of the inner a library. A big one. ear. A big ear. Somebody had ordered like a model right. of an ear that you could take yeah. all the parts apart and see <gasps> wow. how it all fit together and we're all that like is it amazing. was you know it was like for medical school or something. Somebody well, needed right. it to study the structure of the ear, but there's a huge ear in so the library. A, a plug for our inner library loan um, uh, episode. Uh, you can always go to uh, podbean.jocolibrary.org and uh, listen to our past episodes. But that interlibrary loan episode is it's it's got some really interesting things that people have borrowed. Well, we are to our last one, and I went ahead and read this. It's okay. We so, need a drum roll. Ashley Whitman says, uh, "Whitham, not Whitman. Sorry, uh, not sure you want to advertise this." But patrons are always appreciative and surprised that we allow Amazon-priced matching for lost items. So, basically, I think that's a very positive thing that we do for the library and for, for you, the patron. And that's, you know, we're not trying to make a bad situation worse. You've lost something. We all lose something. We're not going to charge you. We're not going to profit off your pain. Right. We're, we'll, we'll try to find the, the most... Uh, you know, cost-effective replacement item. Yeah. We sure will. Well, so those are all the tips from our librarians, but we find that some of the best tips come from you, the patron. And so we encourage you to join us on our Facebook Facebook page. That's uh, jocolibrary.facebook.com. And 
chime in there. Give us your favorite library hack. I'm sure there's something that wasn't mentioned today that you are just dying to share with other patrons. I cannot wait to see what we learn from them. Until next time, I'm Dave Carson. I'm Melissa Horak-Hearn. Did we miss a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash jocolibrary. And now, our writer's quote of the day. Hi, this is Amanda Wallmeyer, and I'm the local history librarian at Johnson County Library. My quote is from Maya Angelou. It is time for parents to teach young people early on that in diversity, there is beauty and there is strength. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.